Daniel O'Donnell is about to tour New Zealand. He's done so quite a bit in the past. But it's been a while. Uh, Daniel's a very successful Irish crooner and country singer. He is the only artist to have at least one new album every year in the UK's top 100 albums list for 34 consecutive years. His sense of humour has been central to his longevity because everybody likes him. And Daniel's good at laughing at himself. He's prominent on TikTok. And there's a short film on YouTube called Night of the Daniels, where waxworks of him in the fictitious Daniel O'Donnell Wax Museum come to life as zombies and terrorise the village he lives in. And his music keeps coming. Here's a snippet of his most popular song recently, I think. On a patch of sand where the warm wind blows Not a TV set, not a radio Just an old guitar when the sun sinks low Down at the la-di-da When the stars come out, it's the place to be If you're all alone, needing company It's a lover's bar where the fun is free Down at the la-di-da down at the la-di-da There's a perfect margarita in a mason jar At the end of the world in a sea of dreams Where the ocean smiles and the seagulls scream We all know just how lucky we are Down at the and Daniel knows he's lucky. How lucky I must be is the new Daniel O'Donnell album. We've been talking to Daniel in advance of the tour. Well, Jim, it's lovely to talk to you. How are you getting on? Very well, thank you. I know you danced to the song When Irish Eyes Are Smiling on the show Strictly Ballroom when you were in that. But yeah, I, I'm. Some would say I wasn't dancing, but anyway, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking, though, that that's not your all-time favourite Irish song. So can we ask you at the end what is? You can. All right. Will I tell you now or will I wait? No, no, let's keep people in okay. nice yeah. now, suspense. Well, may I, may I, I mean, there's so many, it's hard to pick one, but I do have one that I love, really love. Okay. One of the reasons I thought it would be a different song is that in the short film which you've made Night of the Daniels, available on yeah. YouTube, you you fight off a zombie attack with a flamethrower to save your town while singing I Elvis Presley's Burning Love. That's right, and I did it all with hairspray. Who knew that hairspray would be so effective in getting rid of zombies? <laughs> People should have a look at that. You have very strong hair. I imagine many men envy your hair, and it always looks oh, perfect. You know, it's, it's, it's like wire my hair very very strong I mean I'm blessed I suppose at 60 nearly 62 now to have as much of it I'm putting a different colour in it now that's the only thing I've got a, a different colour that I'm adding now just to make myself look a bit better <laughs> the only thing that so many people are getting is colour it's not unique anymore <laughs> well you always look perfectly quaffed that's you know that's just part of your image but <laughs> Speaking of, how did that Night of the Daniels film come about? Because people, some won't know what on earth I'm talking about, but it's quite startling, that, that short film. Well, I'll tell you what it is. There's two guys at home very near to me, and they have a company called React Productions, and they, like, they're, they're um, 
movie makers, I suppose, they are in that business. So they put together this video for Down at the Laddie Da, and that went viral on different platforms. You even have a presence on TikTok. You've made quite a lot of fun vids on TikTok. I know, but you know this, if you ask me how to find TikTok... I wouldn't be. I would be. I would nearly go to the moon quicker than <laughs> I would find TikTok. I haven't a clue. I'm not great with social media at all. Although I, I know Facebook and I look at things, you know. But I'm not great or that interested in all these things. But um, I suppose you have to be, you know, when you're doing what I do. There's there has to be somebody that puts all these things together and. and I make videos and they put them up and all that. But the thing is that everybody talks about you on socials. We were um, chatting with Angela Scanlon from Your Homemade Perfect. She oh, she's doing great at the dancing. Well, I was watching. Yeah. I was watching one of her talk shows, and your name came up. And your name always comes up. Everybody likes you, even if they don't like country music. Um, do you buy them all drinks, Daniel? It's amazing. <laughs> Well, now, there's some would give me a, a bit of a scotch. Do you know what a scotch is? I don't know whether you know what a scotch is in New Zealand. But listen, I don't listen to the negativity. I just go with the positivity. Yeah, yeah, very much. What is, you mean a scotch whiskey? You don't. You do. Well, you know, when when you were small, if you did something wrong, you'd get a scotch in the back of the ear. Ah. You know, that kind of way. A wee, a wee clip. <laughs> right, gotcha now. Look, going back, actually... Uh, about 30 years ago, because you, st- you started off, as we've said in the intro, and um, it's been quite a long time, but about 30 years ago, I think you had a kind of burnout and your voice was badly affected. That was quite a big thing in your life for a while. What did you do to come through that? Well, you know, all it was was I was doing too much at the time and it came out in my voice and I took six months off or nearly six months off and just, I suppose, re-evaluated what I was at and came back then and just had a different approach. And I, I mean, sometimes even now, I suppose, I do end up getting a bit busy again or a bit busier than I want to be. And I realise that you have to pull back every so often and say, no, and that's enough now, I have to stop and take a bit of time. So I learned from it, you know, and I think... There's a lot of people maybe find themselves in the same situation. I had nothing wrong with my voice as such, but nevertheless, the way that the the tiredness showed was my voice. Yeah, understood. Well, you certainly came back hot and strong. You know, you've rubbed shoulders with the big stars and celebrities. Well, you won yourself, and you've got an honorary MBE now, but... The, the, Daniel, the pinch me moments, you know, gee, I'm in the same room as so-and-so. Um, there must have been a few of those for you. Can you remember one or two that were really extra well, memorable? Absolutely. Yes, I mean, these are pinch me moments. I was on top of the pops in the UK the first time in 1992, and I don't know whether you got top of the pops out there on television. Yeah, we all know about from, it, I think, yeah. From the UK. But, like, I grew up watching top of the pops, so that was... A moment of, God, how did this happen, you know? <laughs> well, so you, lots of them. You and Sinead O'Connor teamed up to raise money for charity, and I think you danced with her as well. Well, I'll tell you what we did. We were on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in Ireland. They had it in Ireland for a while. 
and they every so often had celebrity um you know shows and Sinead and I were put together a very unlikely combination <laughs> but we we ended up one and uh, 32,000 divided between two different charities, hers and mine. Fantastic. And, you know, she was lovely. And I can't say that I knew Sinead well. That was really my only time to meet her. But we had, you know, the show itself was great. And she was lovely to be in her company. And after that was over, there was a bit of a, a reception. And she was on the floor and she was calling myself and Brian Kennedy I must have been chatting to Brian, and we all ended up dancing, you know, on the floor. So it's a lovely memory to have of her. But what a what a a, a great loss to her family. Yeah, I know, I know, and the world really noticed. Uh, your charity, I think, or your main one, has always been Romanian children, hasn't it? I was involved for a number of years, you know, helping them out, and it was a, a privilege, really. You know, some, it was something I suppose we shouldn't have to, to do. But nevertheless, unfortunately in the world, be it that some people are, some countries are really affluent, other countries are in a terrible state. And even those countries that people, you see great poverty, there's great wealth in them too, you know, yeah. unfortunately. So I got involved through neighbours of mine who worked with this charity and we ended up, you know, raising money to, to rehouse a lot of orphans. Yeah, I know that. I know that. You made a series for RTE in Ireland with your wife Magella, Daniel and Magella's B&B road trip. Can I ask you something? I've done that. Uh, stayed in Irish B&Bs. We've done that. And every breakfast, I think, heavily featured potatoes. Boiled, fried. Oh, sure. The, listen, they have a great, <laughs> it's a great breakfast. If you ate everything you got you wouldn't be able to move at the end of it. <laughs> it really still is the land of the potato as well as the harp and the Aye, they samurai. do. They fry up the potatoes in the morning. They'd give you fried potatoes in the morning. Well, I don't know what you got, but a lot of the time they'd cut them in wee things and fry them. And they'd also make potato cakes. Yeah, potato cakes, potato bread. Mm. Yeah, D- potato bread. Uh, one of the things that impressed me most about Celine Dion, about the writer Lee Child, doesn't happen a lot, was their availability to the fans, Daniel. They gave them lots of time, and you do the same. Well, you know, I've been lucky down through the years. I've, I've been able to get to know a lot of the people coming to the shows, and that's because I meet people after the shows. And when you go back time and time again, I mean, even in, in New Zealand, when we go there, there will be people that will come that I'll recognize, that I know from, you know, all the years we have come. And that's lovely to go out on a stage and not to be in front of strangers. Yeah, I can imagine that. Well, you used to host, didn't you, a big tea party for your fans outside your home in Donegal every year. That is so unusual. I did. I did for a number of years. Now, the last one, oh, Lord, it must be 20 years since we had one. Ah. Because it outgrew its purpose. You know, I, we did it. It happened out of, by pure accident, really. It, was a, it wasn't a planned thing. It just happened, started happening. And then um, people were coming from everywhere. It was really the purpose of it was for me to meet people at home and my own surroundings. But... After maybe four or five years, so many people were coming that then I wasn't meeting only a fraction of the people that were there. 
you know, I would start maybe at 12 in the day, and at 8 at night, I still wouldn't have everybody met. <laughs> yes. that, know, is, so it that is a problem. <laughs> but it was lovely while it, while it worked. So you're on, you've got a residency in Branson, Missouri, which is a, a very popular residency place, in case people don't know. New Zealand's probably changed a bit since you were last here. Is there anything you're looking forward to doing, Daniel? Well, just meeting the people, really, that will come to the shows. And, you know, um, we always get a great welcome. Uh, people are very, very, I suppose they're glad that we travel so far to be there. And, you know, it's, it is a long journey. But when we're there, we're very welcomed and we feel welcomed. OK, of all the famous songs, before we let you go, of all the famous songs to come out of Ireland, whether you have recorded uh, this or not, what do you think is the best one, the greatest Irish song of all? Well, for me, the one that I love most is called The Isle of Inishfree. It's an Irish ballad, and people that remember the movie The Quiet Man with John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara, the, the Isle of Inishfree was the, the music that you heard playing periodically throughout and Maureen sings a verse uh, at some point when she's sitting in the cottage um, to the air of the music and uh, it was written by a, a policeman or a guard that we call them called Dick Farrelly and uh, it's a beautiful song a beautiful Irish ballad Lovely, thank you for that choice and we'll play it. Daniel uh, we're looking forward to your coming, thank you very much for having the time to join us Oh, not at all, Jim. It's a real pleasure, and thanks for your time. And hopefully, um, I hope people still remember us and that we'll see lots of people at the shows.